to the second best day ever, ever. Goodness me. The other one seems like a long time ago, but here we are, here we are, here we are again. Um, this is a brand new parlor game performance and potentially podcast coming at you live from the village. <clears throat> this is the village of everyone you know. There is time and space for what you please. Everything's allowed and nothing is looked down on. There are no judgments and no consequences. Everyone is welcome. My name is Hannah Maxwell, didn't need to look that time, and I will soon be joined by an incredibly special guest who will have 24 hours of madness, mayhem, and mocktails, which will hopefully construct their best day ever. It's gonna be planned out for them by our three competing village guides. Let's get the three of them on stage now. So first we have in the red sash, it's performance artist, fig in wig, Rachel Gammon. <laughs> Rachel, in the red sash there. I would like the audience to be aware that these red sashes, all the sashes in fact, come courtesy of Rachel Gammon staying up late very night with her sewing machine. And beautiful they are too. And in the yellow sash, we have another fig in wig. Two for one, it's Alice Roots. Here she comes with a little beer. And finally, last but not least, we have in the blue sash, once again, it's poet, playwright, and uncle of the house, Glyn Maxwell. Marvelous. Glyn was the victor in the last best day ever. Can he repeat the same trick this time? Rachel and Alice, no strangers to the game. Everyone feeling all right? Yeah. Positive? Yeah. Fantastic. Right, yeah. whilst our guides are concocting their plans for the best day ever, you can start looking at your cards now, chaps. I'm gonna take you on a walk through the village as it slumbers in the pre-dawn mists. The sun is barely cresting the horizon. Mrs. Braithwaite potters down her garden path to collect the milk bottles. It's all completely lovely. But let's go down to the train station. Gabled and... Oh, lovely, that was wonderfully well-timed, wasn't it? Steam engine's still here. It's the 4.30 p.m. from London Euston, and who does it carry? Someone stepped out onto the platform. His hair is perfectly quaffed. He's tall, he's devilishly handsome. It is actor extraordinaire, Christopher Harper. Hey, come up and join me here, Chris. Chris, how are you feeling? Welcome to the village. Oh, it's lovely here, such beautiful people. Yeah. Well, you've only seen me so far, so thank you very much. Yeah, you're very welcome. Now, what do you normally do on your days off? How do you like to spend your time? Listen up, guides, this might become useful. You know, I've been thinking about this. I really love, uh, I'm food-based, mm -hmm. but I also really like to get stuff done. Productive. I also love naps. Sleeping, eating, and doing things. That's what you've got to go on, guides. Best of luck, nothing too niche. 
Now, have you already had in your life up to this point a best day ever? Well, do you know what? I was trying to think of something edgy to say, but it's totally my wedding day. Oh. Wedded to actress Emily Bowker. Available.com. Available. She's available, apparently. <laughs> Um, but it, I suppose in terms of food, that was amazing. I, I also did get a little nap in, which was good, and got something done. So it sort of ticked all the... Got something done. How beautiful and romantic. Well, I think this day, as curated by our three village guides, might top even that, and I hope it does. So can I ask you to please go and take your seat into the village green. There we go. Round of applause for Christopher Harper. The sun has risen. It is now morning. Birds are chirping, the dew is melting on the rugby field, and here we are in the village. Everything's incredibly exciting, but there's one person who's going to be more excited than anyone. It's Chris Harper. And let's turn to our three guides now. We're going to be starting off in the yellow sash with Miss Alice Roots. Alice, what do you have in store for Chris's morning? Uh, okay, so, well, so you said that you like doing things. I get the impression that you're quite a sort of active, proactive person, um, and maybe a healthy way to um, start your best day ever would be to blow out any underlying cobwebs in the old <laughs> psyche. I wonder what that was going to be for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Am I putting mine here? Yeah, ding, ding. Uh, yes, so they're just the wise, why for yellow. I'm going to suggest that you get psychoanalyzed <laughs> by Sebastian Coe. <laughs> Lord Sebastian Coe on the couch in front of him. Very interesting. Uh, Rachel, we move around to you now. Okay, so um, you said you like food. Mm. You haven't got any. Not on me. No, you haven't got any in your house on this best day ever. Not, not a single crumb. So you're probably going to have to go um, do the weekly food shop because <laughs> you do love food and you, you can pick no whatever you want. You have no idea how satisfying I find that. Yeah. Well, and um, Emma Bunton's going to help you out. <laughs> Fantastic. Is there? A, a, but there's, it's a non-branded giant supermarket in the middle of the village, just so I know. Where do you normally shop, Chris, out of interest? You strike me as an M&S man, but I'd hate to disparage you. I, I make my own food, uh, grow it, yeah. Grow, marvellous. Yeah, yeah. Rachel assures you that it is a, it's an organic, yeah. it's all, all organic. Uh, Glyn, we're going to come round to you now, please. Final offer of the morning. It's your best day ever we're talking about, Chris. You want to do the weekly food shop on your best day ever? You want to hang out with Sebastian Coe? You always hang out with Sebastian Coe. Like, <laughs> you're always getting psychoanalyzed by Sebastian Coe. Why would you want to do that on your best day ever? You, you're a football man. I know you're a football man. You're, you know, you're, you, you had, you felt the Champions League went a good way. You, you liked the, 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 the way that went. Um, I, I know you're a big football man, and I know that this, this, this fellow might not be entirely to your taste in terms of like football tribalism, but football's a funny game. <laughs> I've just coined that actually. Football <laughs> is a funny game, and uh, this is a man. This is what. what, what the, the, is this coming this, back the, round to something? The, 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 this gentleman. <laughs> This gentleman might be described as somebody, somebody a bit more, with, with, whose interest, his interests lie beyond football. I'm not sure if that's true, but he, he, he's married to someone on the TV. I'm talking about like you. <laughs> so, so you could, you could talk you. about that. So I think what you really want to do is devise a sitcom with Frank Lampard. Devise a sitcom with Frank Lampard. Devise a sitcom with Frank Lampard. Now, Frank Lampard, I believe, he writes children's books now that he's not on the England team. So he's already a writer. So I don't, I don't want to give undue advantage. Emma Bunton has been known to shop. Sebastian Coe is, is, is mad. Great. 
Um, so those are your three options. No one's used any of their hazards yet, which is marvellous. So, Chris, what's it going to be? And as I say these, audience, I'd like you to just give a little indication of what you yourself would go for. But, Chris, I don't want you to listen too closely because it is your best day ever. So, audience, would you prefer to devise the next TV hit with Frank Lampard? Yeah. Solid there. Do you want to be tootling around as does with Emma Bunton? Ooh, strong. Or do you want to lie back on the Freudian couch and talk about your father with Sebastian Coe? No, okay, not a lot of votes for that. But Chris, it is down to you. So talk us through your decision-making process. Uh, do you know what? Let's pretend always goes a bit in my head. And I get asked, like, who would your ideal dinner party be? And part of the pressure is I actually genuinely believe it might one day happen. So I'm standing here now. My heart is sitting here now. My heart is pounding, thinking, does it actually happen? This is real, right? We, oh, yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. arrange that later, Great. I think, once we've got a bit more funding. Well, Emma Bunch is not that expensive. I'm, I'm, I'm ruling Seb Co out straight from the start. He oh. broke my heart when I was about nine or ten. I watched him win his running races and he was my absolute hero. Uh, getting psychoanalyzed, well, I'm an actor. Anything about me, I'd be delighted. I could just talk <laughs> about myself all day. But with him, when I discovered, was he a Tory MP? I have Ooh. no yes, idea. Yes, he was. Research yes, has been very yes, light touch for this game. I just, I, I, I mean, <laughs> and obviously... And you knew that, Alice, when you played Oh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I just couldn't go near him. So well, we don't want that then. No, Move no, on. no. Oh, moving on. Yeah, um, uh, doing the f weekly food shop. Do I have a list with me? You got coupons. If you'd like a list. <laughs> yes, I'd like a list, please. You could uh, print it off as oh. well from a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, I could little tick boxes. That would be delicious. I also know a really rude anecdote about Emma Bunton, so I'm not sure I could do that round Asda and keep my face straight. Is it the thing with the? Uh, it was. Yeah. yeah okay. No. I'm I'm trying to work up a baby spice rack thing, but it's not. Um, it's not baby spice. Rack. I'm, I'm working on it. Just keep keep. Pandemonium. Okay, um, and Frank Frankie Lampard always struck me as uh, quite a good laugh, actually, in a very sort of Middle England safe, easy way. So and what bigger laugh is there than that? Well, well. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, you know, we could write a very nice, easy sitcom. He might actually get me to do that sitcom I've been dreaming of for years, and it would be very sweet and might replace my family. Ooh. I'm going to go shopping. Uh, Chris is expecting, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go shopping with Emma Bunton. Oh, there, you go, there we go. Straight in. Goodness me. Shopping with Emma Bunton. That is Rachel's offer. That's one point for Rachel. And Rachel is awarded an additional hazard card for use later in the game. Guides, get thinking about your next part of the day, which is, of course, the afternoon. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's the sound of a cricket match you're hearing there. They're playing it out on the green, as they do every day. And indeed, maybe every hour. It's the afternoon. The sun is riding high in the sky. Emma Bunton wanders past laden with shopping bags, but not too laden as she has someone to help her. Um, elsewhere, uh, Lord Sebastian Coe is um, twiddling a pencil alone in his therapist's office. He's had a missed appointment. Uh, Emma Bunton's going by Frank Lampard. He's actually writing his own sitcom, and I think it's going to be a massive, storming success. So wait for it, 2021 on the BBC. Uh, but let's swing back now to our team. And Chris, I'd like you to tell us a little bit about how your morning has been of your best day ever. Do you know, it was really, really lovely. 
It good. was good fun. We had a giggle around the um, the baguettes. Oh, good, because they I, look like penises. Yeah, that's why good, I came good. clean about how I know her. Um, <laughs> and then um, we we hung out in the fruit and veg for a while, and then we just went bonkers in the cakes department. It was brilliant. We bonkers just bought loads cakes. of cakes. Um, anyway, I think it's it's time that we went into your afternoon. Let's find out what's going to happen. So we're going to start off with Rachel, who won the last round. Do you have your offer for Christopher ready now? Maybe now you've got all the food, you're going to make a um, pet lunch. Ooh. Yeah, anything <laughs> you want. Could be huge, hamper. And um, then you're going to go to the tallest mountain in the village and scale it. Village is in a very mountainous region. I should have clarified that it's at the start. <laughs> With Bananarama. <laughs> They're going to carry all the food. I want to hear a Banana Rama cover of Climb Every Mountain from Sound of Music. <laughs> uh, we're going to swing it round now to the Blue Sash. Glyn, what do you have? I, I saw a man wandering, shambling almost through the village. He's looking very sad. Um, he's a former footballer. Another? Well, uh, uh, another former footballer. And, and he, uh, he t- told me over a nice pint um, in, the sh- in the shade of the mountain that had suddenly appeared nearby that... Um, he was going to write a, write, a, write a comedy show with another footballer, a friend of his. Um, but it had been turned down by, uh, by that fellow, and he was all alone. And um, he was having a bit of an existential crisis. And he, he wanted to know if you'd share in his existen- existential crisis and, and to also learn how to spell it from you, <laughs> how to say it. So uh, I would suggest that the best thing you could possibly do with your time, Chris, is have an existential crisis with Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> Goodness me, existential crisis has been suggested by one of our audience members today. Who was that? Don't all jump at once. There's someone giggling at the back. Oh, it was that guy. It was a man in a check shirt. Are you having an existential crisis, sir? Now you are. <laughs> Great. Let's all have one together. Existential crisis with Rio Ferdinand. A lot of footballers coming up. You were a football fan. I think Glenn seems to know that, Chris. He's got an inside edge on that one. I yeah, know. Slightly. Cheating. LFC? Uh, totally. <laughs> A lot of LFC fans in the audience tonight. Fantastic. Uh, but so you've got your two offers there. There's one more coming. Alice Roots, what do we have? Hi, Chris. Hello. <laughs> if I was going to follow a football team, I would follow LFC. Being from... Being from... She being always from, says uh, that. From Liverpool. But, um, but I don't. Anyway, my suggestion is uh, you like doing stuff. Active guy, creative guy. I imagine. Yeah, I get the sense. So. Well, I was wondering whether you might be interested in uh, doing an improv workshop with not a footballer, but another sportsman, Mo Farah. Ooh. I feel like he'd be quick. Confused uh, sounds from the audience. <laughs> improv with Mo Farah. What would that look like? Rain check. Oh. Rain check. Yeah, a very sudden shower, a very sudden, very brief shower, um, and that's that's put Mo off. And Mo has texted to say, "I'm afraid he can't, he can't do the improv workshop." No Mo today. But he um, he sent in his place um, a kind of surprising friend of his. Um, not a lot of people know this. It was, it's uh, Iggy Pop um, to do an improv workshop. Rain check. Oh, another rain check. Chris, everyone is cancelling on you. Iggy Pop can't um, make it either. <laughs> um, but he sent someone else who's really good at improv, and that is um, Mark Ronson. <laughs> Mark Ronson on top of Iggy Pop, in, on top of Mo Farah. 
Can, who knew they were all friends? They just need I saw someone a magazine to improv with, with you. that in once. Uh, well, there we have it. Those are your three options for the day. So, Chris, are you going to be tearing your hair out of the state of the world with uh, retired footballer Rio Ferdinand? Uh, are you going to be climbing every mountain with Bananarama? Or are you going to be... Uh, I need a place, I need a room. We're in a pet shop, something like that. I don't, whose line is it anyway? I don't know. What is an improv workshop? I've never gone to one. Clearly. <laughs> Do an improv workshop with uh, the only person who happened to be available, apparently, Mark Ronson. Talk us through. God, it's, it's, I, thought it was, I, I thought it was home and dry. Like, I knew exactly who this was until Mo Farah appeared. I'm a big fan of Mo Farah. He's gone. He's not there. But he's gone. No. Hates him. Um, he's not famously. obviously a big fan of yours anymore. He, then, he, he wasn't prepared busy. to... Um, then Iggy Pop appeared, and I'm an even bigger fan of his. Popped up. Uh, but um, I don't like Mark Ronson. Um, I don't have enough trumpets for him. I wouldn't said. do an improv workshop on my day off. That would feel like work to me. Although I might be able to tick it off as, oh, yes, that counts as tax deductible, because that's what you want on your <laughs> day off. Um, I, this, this counts, uh, I think. So Yeah, this counts. I, this is going down in the air. Uh, my agent knows about this. Yeah. So it's, we're streaming live. They didn't recommend it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I like the way that above on the card here, this is for the radio listeners again, uh, something to do in the afternoon. It says have an existential crisis. There's something to do in the afternoon for most actors is look out of a window having an existential crisis. So again, ah. that's, that's just a normal day-to-day -day activity for me. <laughs> so head, shoulders, knees, cheese on toast ahead uh, uh, of the pack would be a day, an afternoon, a 10 minutes scaling a mountain with banana rama would be like oh. a dream. Beautiful. Decision has been made. Absolutely marvellous. Mm. Anyway, you guys start looking through your next cards for the evening because the air in the village is starting to grow a little colder. Uh, uh, everyone's... Hi. I'm sorry, Hannah. Who won that? Who won? Oh, yes. Uh, I'll, I'll, put, I'll edit that in later. Sorry, oh, for God's sake. Sorry, so sorry. the winner of that round was Rachel in the Red Sash once a fucking again. It's a pilot. <laughs> Don't know what's going on. Rachel wins another hazard card. She's now on two points, which means if she's going to be caught, Alice and Glyn need to do something drastic. Not, not too drastic, but a bit drastic. So they're thinking through that. Uh, and it is the evening now. I, the air's grown colder. I think I might have mentioned that it has, but it's, it's even more colder. And there's a crowd in the rose and crown of everyone who's been kicked out of their offices, kicked themselves out of their offices. Um, there is... <laughs> Rio Ferdinand's wandering around, clutching his head. Uh, Emma Bunton's putting all her shopping away still. And there's a beautiful sound in the air of a phone being dropped. Not that one. There's another beautiful sound drifting from the horizon, those blue remembered hills. And it's the sounds of Bananarama being scaled with the lovely Christopher Harper. Chris, how was your afternoon? It was amazing, It Hannah. looked amazing from the, 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 you know, the angle I was at. I was looking through a telescope. I could see you there. They bought clothes for me to wear and everything. How high was it, the mountain? Oh, not high enough. Not heightened indeed. We just kept going. Just kept Marvellous. Um, did you, you brought a packed lunch with, that you made with Emma Bunton earlier? Yeah, the packed lunch was beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous. What did it include? Oh, I don't know, creme fraiche and salmon. You know right. what you're doing right now? What am I doing? Improvising. Oh, yes, there it is. <laughs> Uh, it is now time for the evening, guides. We're going to be starting off once again with uh, Gamalam, Rachel Gammon. 
as you won the last round. What do we have in store for Chris's evening? Okay, so you've um, had a great morning and afternoon with some great women. Why change that? <laughs> Why change it if it ain't broke? Hmm? Um, so you probably want to have a bit of fun now because this has all been very wholesome. And so you call up the funnest person that you know in the village, and that's Bjork. Hey, ooh, strong response. And you say, Bjork, what should we do? And she says, let's play laser tag. <laughs> laser tag! Yeah! Oh, that's gone down extremely well. Rain check! Well. Rain check! Oh. Boo! Bjork is recording in Iceland. But she sent a friend of hers, somebody who worked on her last album. She sent Cliff Richard along. That's really lovely of her. Thank, please thank her when you speak to her next year. Bjork, famously flaky, famously good mates with Sir Cliff Richard. Later tag with Cliff Richard, swinging round to Glyn. It's yours. Well, it's like an open goal now, isn't it, really? Well, I, 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 I know some... I know some uh, some uh, young women who are rather upset with how you spent your afternoon. Um, they saw you in the distance, not that far away, because it's not a very tall mountain. But there you were with three, in their view, rather clapped out pop stars from long ago. And they rather wondered why you'd, you'd chosen to do that when uh, they wanted to do something with you themselves. I, d I don't know what it was, but um, you, know, you know what it was. I'm suggesting that you owe it to them and you owe it to yourself to have a clear-the-air discussion with Little Mix. Little Mix. Uh, some stuff's gone down there. Will we find out about it? Maybe. Let's swing around to Alice Root's final offer of the evening, please. Okay, so you could do either of these things. You could go and play laser tag with Sir Cliff. You could have a clear-the-air discussion with Little Mix. Or you could truly just start to unwind and enjoy your evening in a relaxing, fun manner with someone I think you might want to talk to quite a lot. I'm going to suggest The Jazz Club with Stephen Gerrard. Oh, some more LSC. strong Rain claps. check. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Gerard, oh someone's devastated in the audience there. But don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. He sent his mate, Robbie Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Williams. Jazz with Robbie Williams. Rather, than, w would you have liked to go to the jazz club with Stevie G? I don't know, actually. Well, you're, you're still we, singing you can't through. Uh, is it what sort of jazz club is it? Is it a sit down and listen seriously jazz club? I mean, is Alice, you've got to answer that. Can we dance together? Um, well, it's early evening, so you could dance together, but I think it's going to be a bit more sort of... No one's there. It's empty. <laughs> oh, no, it's really, really jam-packed, but sort of like wine, sitting. Oh, unless you want to dance. I mean, there's a dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> don't bend over back, You can do what you like. <laughs> Well, I'm afraid Stephen Gerrard can't make it, but Robbie Williams can. So this is an interesting three we have here. Audience are going to ask you to get involved here. There were some already some very vocal responses coming through. Um, so would we like to do some laser tag with Sir Cliff Richard? Yeah! Okay, strong. Uh, you got some beef with Thanks, Little Cliff. Mix. Do you want to clear the air discussion with them? Yeah! Well, some people have that. Or do you want to go to the jazz club, the village jazz club with Robbie Williams? None of you want to do any of those, as far as I could hear there. Never mind. Uh, but they didn't have to do any of them. It's just Chris. You've got to commit yourself now. Talk us through what you're thinking. Who are Little Mix? 
I'm joking. I'm not that old. You well, don't this is it. just you the kind of shit that they've been talking about. <laughs> yeah. You need to explain exactly. to them you, you don't mean it. You're just joking. <laughs> you go you go dancing with Robbie Williams, you're going to get four little faces pressed up against the window outside. You know? And then when they Can move away, there'll still be four little faces against <laughs> the... Is that, is that little mix or the rest of Take That that we're talking yeah. about? <laughs> I think if it was uh, makeup tips from Little Mix, I'd have been there. Because there's a lot of makeup. It's a side of you I wasn't aware of, Chris. Yes, we could have done so were. much more. Um, I think Cliff would probably do sound effects with the laser tag. I mean, the little, your, your packs make them. They, they boop yeah, and they th- light up. Explain that to him. He's got a hearing aid. Oh, in, bless him. I'd like to get up close because obviously he's looking really good and he's got beautiful hair. Um, and skin. I'd like to, and <laughs> lovely skin. I mean, it's Wimbledon time, isn't it? And he's run out of a gig he's, now. He's a, a stunner. No one's denying that. I but mean, you know, do you want to do laser tag with him? Oh, no, I wouldn't. It'll be all, be, it'll be all bundled up in his gear. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, again, do you know, name drop again here, but I've been out on the town with Robbie Williams and he's, he's quality. Obviously he is. He's amazing. Um, <laughs> oh, me, me, me. But um, I would uh, get t- I'd take him to this jazz club even if we were just sitting there furrow-browed eating Dover sole and potato dwarfinoise dwarf or whatever. What, what, j- what jazz think club I'd prefer is this? <laughs> Serving potato dwarfinoise? If you know it's a table or, service. Yeah, or I'd get up and dance around with Robbie Williams to uh, something. Potato dwarfinoise at the village jazz club. Yeah, yeah, it's Robbie Williams all night long. I, I don't hold out for what would happen later on. There wouldn't be another round. That is a but, um, solid choice there. So solid we're going Robbie jazz, action. jazz with Robbie. Yep. It's jazz with Robbie. And that means that <laughs> Alice Roots in the yellow sash gets a point and an additional hazard card. So at the end of that round, we've got Rachel on... Oh, I'll go the other way. That's more traditional, isn't it? We've got Glyn on zero. Yeah. Actually, that would have been funny to end on. We're learning. Alice on one... And Rachel on two points. And there's still one round left to play as we move now into the night, the dead of night. So we're now talking about the hours after the pub has closed. Everyone's gone out into their streets or back home. There's TV flickering behind net curtains. The moon is cresting high in the sky. The air gets a little chillier. Cliff Richard's warm because he's still in his laser tag gear. The sounds of Bananarama still whistling from the mountains as they decided to go on a couple of miles further after Chris left them and they've got lost. Uh, and Little Mix are wandering around with uh, expressions like a bulldog chewing a wasp, still pissed off. Uh, but we've got one round left to do. We've got night time, which takes us through from midnight until dawn. Well, Chris will have to catch his train back to London. So let's return now. Chris... Please do tell me about your amazing evening at the Jazz Club with Robbie Williams. Uh, it was remarkably sedate and nice, actually. We had a little dance around, have a few bottles of champagne. A few um, bottles of champagne, yeah. and it was sedate. Oh, he does, yeah, there were quite a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was a lot of you. Yeah, he doesn't travel alone, I don't think. Do you think? No. Was it just him? Or maybe Bananarama popped in for a quick yeah, they one after. Popped. Of course they did. They know each other. Yeah, <laughs> Little Mix they weren't allowed in. Little Mix didn't have their ID on They didn't have IDs. Yeah. They're all like 12, aren't yeah. they? I they were. They're Who's Little Mix? We continue to ask ourselves. <laughs> it was a really, uh, I was going to say memorable. I've forgotten it all. It was, bu- it was wonderful. Yeah, it's, fu- it's funny if it's not memorable. It's only me that has to remember it, and I'm doing exceptionally well at that. <laughs> Nighttime, what do we have, my little guidekins? We're going to start off with Alice Roots as you won the last round. What do you have to bring Chris home on his best day ever? Well, 
Um, so another person that was in the jazz club was, um, well, I'm going to tell you who it was in a minute, but basically they, they turned up and uh, they were Building just, suspense, great. Yeah, great. yeah, they were just a hoot. And uh, they drank some of your champagne with you, they did some dancing, and then they brought out a bag of magic mushrooms. Ooh. And they suggested that you take them. And so <laughs> I'm going to suggest that you take the mushrooms with Arsene Wenger. Magic mushrooms with Arsene Wenger. Good chat, I think. It's what, and maybe some football, you know. It's what he's keeping in his big long duffel coat. Uh, Rachel, it swings around to you. Yeah, so you're in the jazz club and then um, one of the local village farmers was there as well and he's mates with Robbie and you were chatting. And then he got a phone call. Actually, no, his pager went off. And his, and his pager said that his you was um, having a baby. You was having a baby. You was having a baby. And um, they, it was like the wrong way round and they couldn't get it out. And so you had to, yeah, it was breech birth. So um, backwards lamb. And so you had to run over with the farmer, who is Jason Donovan, and pull out the lamb and deliver it and bring new life into the village world on your best day ever. And it was probably the lamb's best day ever as well. So what we have there is deliver a lamb with Jason Donovan. That's what's happening. <laughs> Beautiful. Parochial. Glyn, please bring us home. Look, um, anyone can do magic mushrooms with Arsene Wenger. He, he's not in a job at the moment. He's free. He's free. He's doing a lot of that sort of thing in the woods. Uh, <laughs> I, I was hanging out with him recently doing that. Uh, we noticed Jason Donovan delivering a lamb. That may have been the mushrooms, but it's, it's <laughs> Jason Donovan doesn't know how to deliver a lamb. He, he's got no idea. He's got absolutely no what idea. What research okay? are you basing this on? That's why he called Chris. But you get a phone. <laughs> you, you get a phone call around midnight asking you to go on a radio chat show. At least you think it's a radio chat show because what your agent tells you in the middle of the night is, "Would you go on erotic role play?" with Lauren Laverne. <laughs> but it's not a radio show, it is erotic role play with Lauren Laverne. Erotic role play, what's your interpretation? How did that land in your brain, Chris? Erotic role play with Lauren Laverne. Talk us through that. I'd like some clarification <laughs> before I volunteer that. Okay. Uh, fair, fair enough, yeah, Glyn, I, any clarification? Yeah. So is this, is she this happening? She has such lovely blouses, doesn't she? Sure, they're on uh, the floor at this point, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> is this happening at Lauren Laverne's bungalow? Where, where, is it just, I, I is just can't you can't divulge? No, because we'd all be there. Um, goodness me. So these are the three that we have. So audience, again, uh, shout out what you would support with. Uh, do we want to uh, do magic mushrooms get really high with ex-Arsenal manager Arsene Wenger? Yeah. Oh, yeah, love some of those mushrooms. Do we want to go out into the cold, dark fields and bring new life into the world with Jason Donovan? Yeah. Beautiful. Or do we want some erotic role play with Radio 6 DJ Lauren Laverne? Woo! I really thought she'd get more. Poor Lauren. Jason Donovan delivering a lamb got more response. But Chris, it comes up to you. What do you want to do? Oh, this is the hardest yet, isn't it? Can I have all three? Can I, I mean, can that, I please? That would be an interesting party. Yeah. Lamb, <laughs> mushrooms, <laughs> erotic you'd role have play. To make the order. Yeah. Oh. What would you do for it? I guess drop the, drop the mushrooms. And then no, because you don't want to be high with the lamb. The lamb's probably got to come first. What what should go? What should go first? Role play. 
Role play first. Everyone here is thinking hygiene, aren't they? You're not not going to want to do erotic role play after the lamb. You can uh, email us with your thoughts at bestdayoverlive at gmail.com. You people are all talking about a fantastical world where you can do all three. It's a very ordinary world where you can only do one of them. Mm. Exactly. We're going to have to push you for an answer. Please, Chris. This is documentary. Well, again, I'm, I'm going back to the part of my head that thinks this is real and it's going to happen. So I'm, I mean, it is going I'm to slightly happen, intimidated by Lauren Laverne. She's like one of my heroes. And um, mm. I don't know if I'd... I mean, I'm a happily married man with a... You know what I mean? With a dog and I'm, I'm going to bore her senseless in w- at one of those oh, erotic roleplays. Oh, don't role talk down plays, about so yourself. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? You, this is really going to happen. I might, I want, I'd like to take her back to the Wasn't jazz me? club. Yeah. Yes! Um, I, the Magic Mushrooms with Arsene Wenger, I know loads of people who'd love to do both of those. Um, and I sort of... I, <laughs> Can you rephrase that? <laughs> both of him. <laughs> yeah. um, I am totally a Jason Donovan fan of old. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my go-to fancy dress costume if I'm not doing Grace and Perry. <laughs> and um, I would really enjoy doing a delivery of a lamb. I'd be able to feel like at the end of the day I could tick another box somehow. It would feel like job done. deductible, veterinary... Lamb needs to be delivered? Yeah, Bam. improvisational skills. Um, it's, it's the Jason Donovan and lamb. I'm, Fantastic. I'm ashamed to admit. Delivering a lamb with Jason Donovan. And that is Rachel Gammon's offer there, which means, Rachel, you've not only won the Dead of Night round, you've also won Chris's best day ever with no less than three points. Well done, Alice, with one, and Glyn, zero. Glyn, you really, you struggled to come back after winning the first best day ever, so solidly. I'll be back, I'll be back. You'll be back. Back next week, it'll be fine. Goodness me, that was all incredibly exciting. Um, so what a day you've had, Chris. Hasn't it been? Yeah, that central aisle of Lidl with Emma Bunton will go down in my history books. It's a great start, wasn't it? I think, take it from there, talk us through your last 24 hours and then we'll pack you off on the train back to whence you came. Well, once I'd come clean with Bananarama that I couldn't remember any of their songs, but I've always really liked their hair. Uh, we got along famously. Uh, the evening with the jazz club started badly because Robbie had no idea who I was. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, but it, it lifted off, off nicely once we got dancing. And um, hanging out together with a, with a lamb later on was a real highlight. Was the lamb all right? It, oh, it was great, yeah, it was twins. And what? Oh, that's sweet. Th- Mo Baby and Salah. Mo and Salah. <laughs> yeah. Little LFC fans? There's a reference. No, okay. Or would it be... Wikipedia. Um, Wikipedia. What, 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 was, what was that, Chris? What was that? What was all of that put together? What that was it? was my best day ever. Yes, it was! Yes! Fantastic. Well done, everyone involved. Thank you so much to our village guides, Alice Roots, Rachel Gammon, and Glyn Maxwell, and of course, the marvellous Christopher Harper. Uh, thank you so much to Camden People's Theatre for having us, for Amy Daniels and Tom Wilson for the tech. I've been Helen Maxwell, and you have been the best audience ever. This episode of Best Day Ever was recorded at Camden People's Theatre. Technical support from Tom Wilson and Amy Daniels, and sound editing by Benedict Hudson. The theme tune was made by Juan Luis Casanera de Loso. Best Day Ever was created by Glyn Maxwell and developed by Glyn and Hannah Maxwell. 
If you want to get in touch with them, you can at bestdayever@gmail.com. There will be more live events coming up in the future, so visit bestdayever.com for more information.